Hey y'all, welcome to Southern Bells. Hey y'all, it's Brittany and Beth. So we're glad that you could join in with us today to listen. Again, if you're interested, you can follow us on Facebook at Southern Bells Faith, Food, and Fitness. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Happy Sunday, friends. Welcome to Southern Bells Solo Sunday today. Beth has some things to do with her family, so it's going to be me today. So if you're just joining us, welcome to the Southern Bells podcast. This is just a podcast about faith and food and family and fitness and fun. And Beth and I have a lot of common interests in our Life's mission is to share the word of the Lord. So that's what we're going to do for you this morning. So welcome. Um, If you're new to our podcast on Sundays, we typically do some sort of a Bible study. Midweek check-in is where we talk about fitness. Um, Sometimes we talk about food during that. And then On Tuesdays, we have a prayer pocket that we do. Currently, Beth is doing the Women of the Bible series on her week, and I am doing the Road to Recovery on my week. So we hope that you will tune in and join us. As always, you can go back through any of our podcasts and listen. We are on several different platforms, and we hope that you will join us. Um, You can find us on Facebook book and we would love to have you follow us and offer us some input um, any requests prayer requests anything that you might have need of Um, I'm going to share with you this morning our Sunday series which we have been doing a Candace Cameron Beret Bible study together Beth had bought us this study Bible and the Bible study that goes along with it a couple of years ago, and we just felt like it was time to revisit it. So the name of it is Authentic Living, Jesus Everyday Devotional Guide, and then um, the Bible that goes along with it is amazing as well. She... um, She actually... That's where Beth is using the... um, Let me collect my thoughts here. Beth is getting her Women of the Bible series, I believe, from that very same Bible. But it is um, the Candace Cameron Bure Bible, and it is full of some great little tidbits. I love how she puts things and organizes them together. So we're on day 12 of the Authentic Living Bible Study, and it says life is unpredictable. How true is that, friends? Um, The scripture comes from Job chapter 1 verses 13 through 22 and it says, One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting at the oldest brother's house, a messenger arrived at Job's home with this news. Your oxen were plowing with the donkeys feeding beside them. When the Sabins raided us, they stole all the animals and killed all the farmhands. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with this news. Your sons and daughters were feasting in their oldest brother home. Suddenly, a powerful wind swept in from the wilderness, hit the house on all sides. The house collapsed, and all of your children are dead. 
I am the only one who escaped to tell you. Job stood up and tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell to the ground to worship. He said, I came naked from my mother's womb, and I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had, and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. In all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. Y'all, how hard is that? Like, if you're not familiar with the Bible um, and the story of Job, so if you read in the book of Job, Job had found favor in the sight of the Lord. And Job was like Enoch that we learned about the other week, who God loved, God favored Job, and Job was dedicated and diligent and fervent in his prayers. And God had allowed Satan to tempt and test Job because God was so sure that Job would not fall prey to Satan. So even despite all of Satan's tricks, all of these things that he threw upon Job, which if you read the book of Job, there are so many things that came against him. He lost his family. He lost his farmhands. He lost his animals. He lost everything that he had. The only thing that remained was his life, his life, which obviously is the most important, right? I know I'm thinking right now of my dear cousin who lost everything in the fire and she was so grateful that they still had their lives and she, you know, gave God the glory for that. And as she said, they'll rise from the ashes, right? They can rebuild. You can never replace life, but you can always rebuild. And I feel like Job was saying in this moment, Lord, my heart is broken, but I will not detest you. I will not turn my back on you. I still believe you have a plan and a purpose for my life. Friends, God has a plan and a purpose for each of our lives. He wants us to stay focused and centered on him. He wants us to just continue to walk every day with him in mind. And even though Satan always tests us, always tempts us, he hopes that just as Job did, we will not turn our backs on him. We will always lean on and, and lean into him whenever things come to us. But Candace goes on to ask these questions. She says, what unpredictable loss have you experienced in your life? And for me during this time, the most unpredictable things that I was dealing with were, you know, still recovering from the loss of family members who pass away suddenly. My brother who passed away, my sister-in-law who passed away, my father-in-law who passed away, all unexpectedly, all young, except for my father-in-law, who still, in my opinion, was young. He was in his 60s. Um, my sister-in-law was in her 40s, and my brother was 18. And, you know, those things hit hard. They hit hard. They shake us to our core. And if we're not careful, they can allow us to have a lifetime of anxiety. But we have to remember that God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of peace and sound mind. And then she goes on to say, Through, Though full of grief, Job responded to his incredible loss by praising God's name. 
How do you respond to suffering in your life? I put the normal steps of grief down because we as human beings experience a multitude of emotions, right? Grief, sadness, frustration, anger, bitterness. But then we have to come to terms with that grief, right? We have to come to an acceptance of that that state of mind. And I know sometimes future planning is hard for anybody. My husband, I think, struggles with this too because I recently was talking to him about life planning, you know, future planning, and, you know, the what ifs. Friends, if you don't prepare for the what ifs, that's when you're shaken to the core when they happen. I'm not saying that we expect the doom and gloom, but y'all, there's a season for life, there's a season for death. None of us make it out of here alive unless we're like Enoch and God calls us home or the rapture happens and we're called home. But you really need to be mindful of things that might occur should you suddenly pass from this earth or should your spouse suddenly pass from this earth. It is not anything that we want to talk about. It is not anything that we desire to talk about. But it is a need. It is something that we need to discuss, especially if you have smaller children, children who are younger than 18 years old. Um, It's just something that you need to have in place should those things occur. And my husband's comment was, I don't think and dwell on those things, which I don't blame him. I don't like to think and dwell on those things either. But seeing the loss that has hit our family unexpectedly, And most recently with my cousin who passed away at the age of 41, completely unexpectedly, his family is battling. They are feeling the effects of being unprepared. They are struggling a little bit to make the ends meet. And, you know, friends, that sometimes throws us to the wayside. We can allow our bitterness and our grief and our anger and our frustration to capsize us. And that's when we lose faith in God. I am challenging you to think of those hard things today, to really have in your mind and get it into a plan of action of what will come should something happen. Um, Also to just remember that if you're dealing with unexpected loss or grief, you can't live in that moment forever. There's a season for it. There's a time for it. But your loved ones would not want you to die with them. And that's essentially what some of us do. We die when our loved ones pass away because we are so overtaken by our grief that we fail to recognize the life that is still within us and the glory that can come from our lives by sharing their lives with others. Their legacy can live on through you. But if you shut yourself down, lock yourself in the room, or close yourself out, you are not giving other people the opportunity to experience the blessing and the glory that you are. So my challenge today, friend, if you are listening and you are still overcome with your grief, put on your full armor of God and live, live, take every breath with purpose.
The next question says, how easy is it for you to blame God or other people for difficult circumstances in your life and why? I said, learning not to do this, things happen. God is still going to be God, no matter what. God didn't do these things to Job that he experienced. Yes, God allowed them to happen, but God did not do them. God loved Job. God wanted Job to stay faithful and fervent. And then we find out later, God blessed Job tenfold of what he had before. God recovered things for him. God rebuilt him. God encouraged him. And while his original family could never be replaced, Job was blessed with family. Job was blessed with servants and friends and companions. Job was blessed out of the ashes that he had withstood. Friends, you can be blessed too if you simply allow God to work in your life. Although life is unpredictable, God is always, always the same. We can learn to never lose sight of the one thing that makes us whole and makes us who we are. And that is never lose sight of God. Never lose sight of the power of salvation and the power of placing your trust and your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I have some prayer requests today. Um, I still have some family members who are dealing with some things, some, some that have cancer, some that have, you know, broken bones that are healing, some that have been facing pain for years and they're looking for answers. Um, traveling mercies for those that will be traveling, um, and just continuing to bless our communities as they rise from the ashes out of COVID, as there begins to be restoration and recovery of our world because of COVID, and just believe that, you know, we as a society will learn to turn ourselves back to God, back to the ways that the Lord had intended and friends, I hope that if you have a prayer request, that you just pray right along with me this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, for this day, for the blessings that you have given us, God, for the fellowship and the time that you allow us to share in your word. God, we're thankful for this platform that allows us to get your word out there. Lord, we pray that as it falls upon the ears of the listeners, Lord, that you will bless them, Lord, that you will open up their hearts and their minds to receive your word, Lord, and to share it with others. God, we're thankful that you continue to bless us in our lives, Lord God, and each breath that we take, Lord God, is nothing short of a miracle, Lord God, and we thank you for that. We praise you for that. God, we pray that as unpredictable, unforeseen things may come our way, Lord, that they will not be stumbling blocks to our faith. God, we pray that we're able to stand strong like a mighty tower with the shield and the armor of God, and that you will just continue to guide our directed steps. Lord, we know that your word tells us that even before we were formed in our mother's womb, that you knew us and you knew our purpose. God, make our purpose known to each and every one of us, Lord. Help us to let your light shine through us. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for those that are battling with illnesses, Lord God. We know that these sicknesses can come on us unexpectedly. Lord, we pray that you will just continue 
to help strengthen every body, every cell, Lord Jesus, that be doing your will, Lord, that your will be done, Lord God, not our own, but God, everything is carried out according to your purpose, Lord. We're thankful for those that you've allowed to grace our presence in this life, Lord, this earthly life. And God, we know the great reunion that will take place as we enter into the kingdom of heaven. God, we pray for those that are dealing with a loss this week, Lord God, whether it be a loss of a family member, whether it be loss of a job, a pet, a friend, whatever it may be. Lord God, even if it's submission to lose ourselves so that we may be found in your glory, God, I pray for that guidance. I pray for that strength, that courage, that protection. God, we pray for those that are traveling or will be traveling. Lord God, we pray that you'll put a hedge of protection around them, protect them and be with them and keep them safe. Lord, we pray that you will just be with those that are struggling financially. God, I pray that you will just lay the breadcrumbs out for them, Lord God, that they can see your plan and your purpose, Lord, and that they will submit and follow you. Lord Jesus, we're thankful for the blessings that you have given us, the time that you've allowed us to be here, Lord God. We pray that you will just continue to help us throughout the unknown, Lord Jesus, for we know that every day is a gift. Lord, we're thankful. We praise you, Lord Jesus, and we know that we're a blessed nation. God, we just give you all the glory, all the honor, and all of the peace. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, have an amazing Sunday. Bye, y'all.